Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. There's a word for this, what I breathe in the morning light. Shalom, my father taught it to me. I remember when I was a young boy, I was troubled by something. I don't remember what. But my father noticed. He came and he placed his hand on my head and said, son, shalom. Do you know what that means? <laughs> yes, father. It means peace. He knelt down beside me. He took my face in his calloused hands and said, yes, shalom, peace, but more. God's highest and greatest goodness. That's what I wish for you. He gave me this staff. With it, I have searched for this word he taught me. Even when my days seemed darkest and most dreary, I still searched. The night the angels came, it was clear, no clouds in the sky, no wind, just stars. The angel appeared. He said, do not be afraid, for I have great news. Your Savior has been born. He lies in a manger. And then silence, as if the whole world was waiting to take a breath. A Savior upon me, upon us. And then a multitude of angels appeared, shattering the silence. Glory, glory, glory. God's peace on earth. I have finally seen it. Shalom. Peace. Would you please pray with me? Oh God, we come to you in the middle of this busy season. And we come and we ask for peace. For you to dwell in us. For you to to fill us. For you to be with us as we allow space. So, God, as we allow that, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. 
I want to thank uh, Josh Glosson for uh, for being our shepherd this morning. I think one of the things that I absolutely love about these skits and, and those who have done it in the past, you know, the, the words that I keep hearing, man, this has taken me far out of my comfort zone. But isn't that what God's word is supposed to do? It's supposed to take us out of our comfort zone. The season of Advent is supposed to take us out of our comfort zone. This third week of Advent, for, for me, I, I, I look at it as the turning point where we really start thinking about Christmas Eve. And we, we, we think about the baby in the manger. So far, we have spent our time preparing. We spent our time waiting. And I know waiting waiting's hard to do. I mean, I think all of us, we've had to wait now and then. <laughs> I think it's also fun that uh, we don't like to wait to sing Christmas carols. You know, we want to get started right away, but we, we wait intentionally on purpose because we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We wait. We wait for the, the coming of the Christ child, and, and we wait to, to receive those gifts that, that, that Christ has given us. So as we prepare to celebrate, we're going to go to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 14 where we hear these words. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you that you will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today we're going to take a, a look at this encounter. This is an encounter that we hear every time around, every year around this time, where, where, we, where we encounter the shepherds out in the fields of, of Bethlehem. They're, they're just doing their job. They're, they're, they're taking care of the sheep. And, so, and some of these sheep are, are, are destined for a, a specific role in the life of those around Bethlehem. See, the shepherds, they took care of the sheep that were uh, taken to the temple in Jerusalem for the sacrifices. 
So they knew that, that, the, that the sheep that they were taking care of were, were to be, be guarded carefully so that they can be presented for the sins of all the people. And, and as they wait, and a, as they do their job, something amazing happens. The angel appears and says, do not be afraid. I love that phrase. I, I, I love this, this Christmas Advent time because we, we not only hear those words with the shepherds, but throughout the Gospels, we hear those words four different times, especially here in the Nativity story. We first hear those words when an angel appears to, to Zechariah at the temple. And he says to Zechariah, do not be afraid. I am giving you a message that, that the son you are about, that, that Elizabeth is about to have, will be the one to proclaim the coming of the Christ. We'll be proclaiming and, and sharing those words from Isaiah that says, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. See, this is an important part because Zechariah, if you remember, he was so old, and so was his wife Elizabeth, and there was no way that, that they were about to have a child, but God saw a way so that his son may be proclaimed to the people. The next two visits that we see from the angel comes to both Mary that we talked about last week and then to Joseph. And to each of them, the first words was, do not be afraid. I am with you, and you will have a son, and this son will be the Savior of the world. But the message that the angel gives to the shepherds is different. We still hear the words, do not be afraid, but, but it's not because they are going to have a, a specific role in the birth of the Christ child, but that they will become the first messengers of the good news to the people around them. That they will be able to go out and proclaim that, that no longer do we need to have these lambs to, to sacrifice, to, to bring us closer to our Savior or to our God, but that there will be the Christ child, the one that will come, that will save us from our sins, the one that will close the gap between us and our creator. That was the message that the shepherds received when they were told not to be afraid, to boldly go and proclaim that a new way has come for all 
of God's people. And then through the angels, he gave a they gave a specific way for the shepherds to proclaim this good news. The very, very last line of our scriptures, the angels, before they depart, they say, glory to God in the highest and peace to all of God's people on earth. So what I really want to reflect on today is just that, that last line because it gives us first a proclamation that, that we make, but then it gives us an attitude or posture that we are to take on as we come to the manger. First, the angels say, glory to God. We are to, to, to live our lives where, where we give glory to the one who created us, who, who formed us, who, who gives us our beings. And the ways that we do that is that we uphold those things that are in the world that, that are true, that are beautiful, and that share goodness. All of those three things together allow us to see the glory of God, and it allows us the opportunity to proclaim that glory to the world around us. You know, if we look here in our sanctuary, we see those three things interwoven together. We see the beauty of this room. We, we see the truth in the uh, stained glass windows that, that tell the story of the good shepherd and of the risen Savior. And we see the goodness as we look around at each other, knowing that we love and support each other, and we, we do these things to proclaim who Christ is in our lives. When we take the opportunity to give glory to God, we then can then turn that glory into the attitude and of the posture that we are to take, and what that is, is to live in God's abiding peace. Peace is one of those words that gets thrown around a lot. It, 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 it's, it's shared around this time where you want peace in the world. Whenever I think of peace in the world, I always think of the movie Miss Congeniality by Sandra Bullock. You know, with all the, the, the uh, pageant uh, women that are there, they're talking about how they just want world peace. You know, we do want world peace, but see, the peace... That, that God is promising us is, is bigger than world peace. It's bigger than just a statement. It is a way for us to fully take in what God has given us. I love how our shepherd talked about what peace means. It means God's highest and most complete good to be upon you and associated with you. It's a high form of, of, of presence with God. It's allowed God's presence to, to dwell inside of us so that anything and everything we do holds together what God has given us. The word is shalom. And again, it's another word that can easily be thrown around at this time, but 
when we look at how it is used in Scripture over 400 times, we are given this word to remind us of the great gift that God has given us. So how do we experience shalom? First, we experience that shalom through our relationship with God. I love how the psalmist in Psalm 85, verse 8 writes, I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. See, that is a promise that we are given because we are, are God's children. He promises us his peace, that peace that we receive when we dwell with the one who created us. And then we are able to share that shalom with others. And my friends, if there's anything that we need more now more than ever, is the opportunity to be able to share shalom with others. Isaiah 2, 4 gives us this picture, and we share this a lot of the times when we partake of Holy Communion, where we talk about the peace or the shalom of God helps us to beat our swords into plowshares and our spears into pruning hooks. To where a nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war any more. My friends, the peace that we share, the, the shalom that we extend to one another, breaks those chains where we have to fight all the time. And if you're like me, I am so tired of fighting. I'm so tired of, of the bickering that we do with one another. And I want God's shalom to reign in my life so that I may then extend it to others. Whether it's dif disagreements or, or, or battles that we have with other countries or even more closer with the divisions that we have in our government in our denomination, even in our city. When we hold on to that shalom, we say, you know, we're not going to war with each other anymore, but we are going to work together to bring God's kingdom here right now. <clears throat> but there's one more piece one more piece of this peace, and that is the peace or the shalom that God gives inside of each one of us. Psalm 4.8 says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. In you, I will have peace, and I will lie down and sleep. Maybe it's because I'm just getting older, and I'm seeing more, but I think 
we fail to understand and receive that, that the peace that God so much wants us to receive is a peace that will, will live inside of us, that will free us, that, that will allow us in our grief, in our, our misunderstandings, in, in our, our separateness from God, to allow that shalom to, to dwell in us. I know there are a lot of people not feeling at peace during this Advent season. And I know that that is something that, that deep down inside we really want to have. That's why this Wednesday we will have our service of hope and healing. I'm not saying that the service of hope and healing is, a, is a, a magic pill that we can take that will make everything better. No, it, it's an opportunity for us just to gather and to say, God, I'm not at peace. There are things that have happened in my life during this past year that has broken me, that, that has made me feel uneased. So God, I, I come to this time to, to lay these things at your feet, to lay these things so that you may then reach out and give me the healing and the wholeness that I have longed for. So my hope is that if you are feeling in a way where you are uneased, or maybe something has, has happened in your life this past year that you just need to lay at God's feet, to come this Wednesday at 7 to this place so that we can say, God, we want to be filled with your peace so that we can feel your healing and wholeness, so that we can be complete and share that love with others. So my prayer for us is that peace be with you, that, that we live with that glory of God that we proclaim with a loud promise, but we allow God's shalom, God's full healing and wholeness, the completeness of God to, to wash over us this season so that when the time comes to celebrate the birth of the Christ child, we can openly share that with full joy with others. Let us pray. Oh God, you have given us this season. And we understand this season is a season of waiting. That this season reminds us that while we may have already had the birth of the Christ child, and while your kingdom has come near, that there is still a lot of work to do. That we come to proclaim that God's peace has come for everyone to confess 
that you are our God and you are our Lord. So, Lord, as we come to these last couple of Sundays of Advent, as we move even closer to Christmas, allow the completeness of your love and grace and peace to flow in us so that we may then share that peace with others. And we pray this in the strong name of the one who loves and cares for us, Jesus our Lord. Amen.